0: You are absolutely right, and I think it's because sometimes I move to emotional decision making. It's something that I'm working on uh, quite hard to remove them emotional decisions and look at the actual rationale. Something I was discussing last night with my counsel, actually. And no, I you know I don't think it's about. I think it's difficult because I don't think it's about allowing these negative people to shove me off for instance I think it's about my own healthy boundaries if something's not bringing the joy anymore then I think okay I've got to look after my own health so it puts me in a quite a difficult place because it would be a positive thing for me in a way to leave for that response that but not leave for them kind of thing so it's something that I'm I'm working on and I'm uh, super thankful for the for the input, thank you. Hello, family, and welcome to another episode of Pillow Talk with Nikki and Akia. And tonight, as you can see, it's just me, myself, and I, and you guys. Akia will be back tomorrow for our regular episode, episode seven. But tonight, I just kind of wanted to talk with you and um, share some things, some things that's been on my mind, my, my thoughts, if you will. You know, ever since I started the podcast, I have been in heavy thoughts. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm constantly just thinking of things, writing things. And and let me back up just a little bit. Even before the podcasting, I've always been, if you will, a writer where I love to write to express myself. You know, anything that I'm thinking, anything that I'm feeling, I was always quick to pick up a pen, get a piece of paper or notebook and, you know, write whatever I was going through or feeling at that time, you know, be it good or bad. And, you know, when my father passed away, I began to write a book. I never finished that book because, you know, things happen, life happen and you kind of just put it off in the back somewhere and leave it there and you know throughout life you know certain things would happen that would kind of re- remind me or someone would ask hey didn't weren't you writing a book and um but now that there are certain doors that are opening you know since the podcast I have decided to finish the book and you know I'm going to have it published and released so I'm really excited about that it's It's been a long time coming, but, you know, I'm in a place now where I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be out there. And it's it's also been a healing process for me. And even though my father has been gone almost 18 years now in January, you know, it's, you know, you might say, well, wow, you haven't, you know, gotten over that. No, you never do you never do you learn how to get through it go through it when you have your moments like today I had a moment this morning I did which is one of the reasons why it brought me you know um, here tonight to talk to you guys and share some things but um, also since I've been doing the podcast I've kind of connected with someone they live in England and you know they shared something with um me this morning and it, it was kind of um disheartening to say the least and so you know with what I was already feeling and then you know that and just things that are just going on in everyday life out in the world and I try to stay away from the news as much as I can. Now, I know, especially with me, podcasting, it's important to stay up on current affairs. And I do. And I have totally been more uh, more involved with that because, you know, there are, you know, issues, you know, worldly issues that Aki and I both want to discuss and we want to give our opinions on things. So. But I try to, when I don't have to, to just stay away because there's just so much, you know, going on. And then, you know, a couple of things that have taken place the past couple of weeks with friends and family, good things, good things. But, you know, after I meditated this morning and I, I meditate every morning and I've been doing that now for a couple of years. But when I do that, it brings so much clarity to me to what I want. It helps me to really focus on what I really want to discuss, what I want to talk about. It helps me to just filter through my thoughts. And so today, after all that had taken place, I I had a conversation with myself. And which I will admit, I do it very often. I have, <laughs> I talk to myself as if someone is sitting right there, you know, in front of me, next to me, whatever. But you know what? It helps me to, you know, create. It helps me to express what it is I'm, I'm trying to set. It, it helps me to process everything that goes up. Because my head is like scrambled eggs when it comes to all these things. It's just like a big old where I'm just trying to filter through everything and so um I had a conversation with myself and I I should say that no with God as well it it was God and I we were we were talking and I um I kind of referenced our conversation um off the chapter uh, about love of um the chapter of love in in first corinthians about um how paul wrote that three things abide faith hope and, and charity and for those of you that read the bible and you may not read the bible you know often or you may you know read it every day or you just you just know these things that um paul talked about these things and He pointed out that the greatest of these is charity. You know, he mentioned that without hope, faith dies. And we know this. We know that without hope, faith dies. And when faith dies, the opportunity to see how great God's charity is, is tragically never realized. And it hurts me to witness so many instances of unrealized charity in this life. I mean, I have watched people have faith and then lose faith. I mean, myself, I myself have have had faith and then I lost it and then I, you know, gained it back. And I believe that, you know, God God was teaching me. He's still teaching me. And although I am not quite at a place where I can say that I've become a model student, I believe that God is teaching me that in order for our faith to remain, we must must always hold on to the hope that he gives us and we can find that hope in many ways i can remember i think i was i think i was around 11 one um one of the most significant ways this is this is where i learned and i i had just started going to church And that was the time where I learned that, you know, one of the most significant ways God brought hope into my life, it was, it was through his word, you know, the promises that, that he, that he said, it, it sounded so encouraging, you know, so wonderful. And I didn't realize what was going on at that time, but it was creating a longing in my heart, a, a longing that to me, now knowing what that was, that, you know, suggested that, you know, God must understand the pain, the emptiness, the, the loneliness, the un- uncertainty that I felt that we feel just just by being human and going through the things that we as humans go through Um, the Bible definitely seemed to understand our weaknesses my weaknesses our needs my needs the those those promises became hope for me and as i got older god god showed me another way where he had brought hope into my life and and that was through relationships with key people and I say key people because not everybody that comes into your life is meant to stay not everyone that comes into your life is going to have a important significant reason some people just come there just to for you to realize you're not supposed to be here you're not supposed to be in my life And so, you know, a while back, I had a very key person come into my life. And this person had said to me one time that, you know, people are sometimes just like beacons. You know, you know how the, the way a lighthouse, you know, they provide light to ships that are lost or ships that need to find the shore without crashing into like whatever is out there or you know against you know rocks most of the time and sometimes people are those lights you know those beacons that keep us from being lost at sea or just crashing against the rocks you know whatever life is throwing at them and I definitely have been blessed to have people that have stirred that hope inside of me and show me that I'm not alone. That, you know, my life has purpose and beautiful meaning in Christ far beyond what my mind can sometimes comprehend and even far beyond, you know, what my fragile heart is sometimes willing to believe. And I can admit that. I, I definitely, I definitely can admit that. But you know I give thanks to God for every beacon you know the people who raised my you know expectancy about life love and 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 meaning. you know God has also provided me hope with um through miracles there was situate there was a situation in my life where I didn't think a miracle was possible until, you know, he showed me and showing when he did that, him showing me that he hears my prayers by doing things that allow me to know that my heart is just not feeling things, speaking things, asking things in vain, but that there's someone out there listening, someone so much greater than me someone who knows me better than I know myself and those miraculous moments point me back to those wonderful verses and scriptures that um that promised me a life with beautiful meaning and that promised me a life of of happiness and peace and victory and and comfort and healing in Christ and These reminders are what center me back to the place where he first started encouraging me through the knowledge of um, the power, the freedom I have through his son. and You know, it helps me to go forward and to move on. And so, you know, this morning when I when I cried out to God and I talked to him about You know, how the world is so dark and people don't seem, they don't seem that they want love anymore. I don't, I don't know. Am I the only one that feels that? Do you guys feel that? Because I feel people are not looking for him. Are not, they're not seeking him or, or seeking reasons to believe, or love like him. People don't eat they they either don't know him or don't want to know him and and are giving up on each other. People are people are giving up in general, I believe. I really believe that people are losing sight on what what to even hope for and believe in or being fooled that there's no point in hoping. That there's no point in believing at At least for me, that's the way I view it. That's the way the world looks to me at times. And it's so hard to build meaningful friendships, meaningful relationships these days because people are so divided over so many things. I say that because the world makes so much provision for self-sufficiency. But very little um provision for true or genuine dependency on each other. I believe that our moving away from any genuine dependency on others has come from so many things far um, <laughs> definitely far uh, too complex to cover in in one in one episode I mean because there's so many different lo- layers to this, you know, levels that we can we can discuss this. So, you know, we definitely can can break this up in so many different parts. But, you know, however, I do believe that at the very core of our expectancies of what love is and and, and life's meaning, what life's meaning is, you know, has been rewritten and opposed, destroyed, confused and people have turned to their own answers versus looking to someone greater than, than themselves someone who's greater than us all um, I think that this new definition of love is not progress but it's, it is it it's mankind succumbing to his own wickedness and 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 losing touch with the elements of his existence that would in fact allow him to become greater than what he could ever have imagined um even with all of the private you know interpretations that society believes is there quote unquote right and defining love, you know, on their terms and and their way. Um I'm, I'm grateful that God put a hope in my heart about his love. You know, his love has surpassed my my idea of love so many times that um it's it's taught me to go further in situations than I thought I could go. It seriously has. If you, I don't even, in the episode four, when I spoke about, you know, domestic violence, asked me if I had, if I would have felt what I feel now then. I would tell you no. But, now... It, it's definitely taught me to love harder in situations than what I believe I could love. It's taught me to hold out and endure, to wait for change in situations that seemed otherwise unmovable and unchanging. God's love has held me down and it's centered me in situations that would have, you know, otherwise had me spinning out of control and lost. I I I was, you know, at some point now. It, that's not the case. It's not the case for me. And um you know, although, you know, God's love, you know, has been nothing short of total and utter acceptance of me as I am in my, you know, depraved state condition, um His love has also been a light. It's been that beacon to show me where I've been crashing against the rocks. And it's shown me where I've been lost at sea, wandering and looking for shelter, looking for rest. His love doesn't allow me to remain wicked or in my wickedness. You know, it doesn't allow me to, to love wickedly either, you know. To, to be corrupt in that love. You know. His love has definitely become my um, my barometer, I guess. <laughs> if you if you will, yeah. Definitely. I and therefore, you know, because of that, his love has, it has given me standards. His love has given me the courage not to fear. Cause that was a big one for me, fear and anxiety, especially after, um, my situation with domestic, you know, violence and some other things that had taken place in my life when I was younger. But, you know, that story is yet to be untold, but it will be. And, um, so it, it, that love had given me, you know, the courage not to, you know, not to. To be fearful and in, in trusting in something greater than myself, even after I've been hurt, you know, by people who have abused their authority or even after, you know, I've been lied to and disrespected by people who I've been nothing but loving, helpful, or at the very least, just my best towards. So, you know, even when I've experienced the most unthinkable or Unbearable versions of human betrayal and disappointment. And when I've been on the receiving end of some of the hardest forms of human failure to deal with, God's love has still encouraged me not to give up hope and not to pick beneath what He's called me to be or to doubt what He has ordained for me. And so I. I say this to point out you know the importance of just holding on to everything you know God does to encourage you no matter how big or how small the encouragement may be it's so easy to feel invisible alone unimportant but that's not the kind of creator you know that God is that he's he's not like that Every life has a purpose and although we may feel more power in defining our lives on our our own terms and although it may seem simpler to just leave God out of our plans because you know how many times have we said I got this I'm this is what I'm going to do this is how I'm going to do it you know there's a much greater existence when we finally just surrender to his love without the fear that like everything else and like everyone else he's going to fail us too but guess what he's just simply not that way he won't he just simply will not and he'll even give you the kind of heart that can forgive the people and the situations that did fail you believe me I am a testimony to that I I am and um, he'll give you the heart to accept and forgive your own failures but we must strive to reach his standard of love which is so much broader than just an idea of self-sufficiency or the idea that we you know we need to uh, that all we need is simply him, but yet you know we can't find the the courage or the strength to love others the way we say he loved us we you know we have to surrender to what he wants us to be, and it's all it's all explained in his word. We must trust that his word has been provided to us to help us and you know, the purpose that he has created for us, it's, it's for our best, it really is, it's the best version of us, that we could ever comprehend, or imagine, because he gave his best, his son, and that has our best interest at heart, because he, after all, created us, and not we, ourselves, you know, God's best, and I, I, I stand firm, and I, And I tell people all the time, God's best will reveal the image of Christ through our obedience to him, allowing the love and strength of Christ to transform in everything in our life that's broken, damaged, sick, or just simply not like him into his image. You know, that's 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 the power of faith in God. That's the power of his love. So I just want to tell you to, to give a hopeful reminder to yourself and, you know, and I just wanted to share that, you know, after, after my, my, my conversation with God today and and after, you know, praying, you know. There was a little question in my heart as to, you know, whether or not God even hurt me. I'm not gonna lie, but you wanna know what's funny? I um I have this Bible app on my iPad and I um I decided to, you know, open up, you know, the app because I, you know, like I said, I conversation and when I'm having conversation with for myself, I, I I write it down. I write down my conversation that I have, and I um, I opened up the app, and when I saw, uh, you know what the word of the day was, and and I I'm smiling as I'm telling you this now because literally I um I had to. He he's so on time. God is so on time, and his timing even seems to carry with it a a slight um sense of humor, if you will, because it's like he's like as if he's like <laughs> delighted to prove his closeness to us and and ask why do why do you doubt me, my child? why? But the word for today. It was first Corinthians chapter um thirteen. And the verse that it specified was the one that I that was laid on my heart and I spoke to him about this morning. First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. You know, and I knew I knew. I knew that what I was doing, it was also confirmation that, because, you know, I had other feelings and other questions as well about was I doing the right thing. And I know that this was God's way of telling me that I'm not alone and to keep, you know, his love burning in my heart and not to give up the hope of who he called me to be or the hope of, you know, me helping others to understand the magnitude of his, his, his love, you know, his marvelous love. And I said, okay, I'm I'm doing the right thing because me doing this podcast is not for me. It's for you. My goal is to touch one person. I use this as a platform to talk about real things. Because we live in real life. We don't live in fantasy. Well, some of us may do. But the reality of it is is we live in real life. And it's funny because I... I had a friend not too long ago that was like, Nikki, you should have went and had your degree in psychology and became like a psychologist or therapist. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I need my sanity. I need, because, you know, I, I went to school for ultrasound for, um, to specialize in OBGYN because I love the babies. But then I wanted decided that I wanted to do ECHO. Because of, you know, my father had some heart issues as well. And I kind of wanted to dabble in that field. But I have, um, for a long time, I didn't understand what it was. I kind of had an idea, but I didn't fully understand what was going on. I was always the friend where people would call me. Whenever they were going through something, they wanted someone to talk to. They needed advice. They needed an opinion. They needed uh, a scripture. They needed something. They, or, you know, just they wanted to scream or cry. I was the person that they called. Sometimes it'd be two in the morning, three in the morning. And it was like that. Basically, I mean, oh gosh, since I was in elementary school, like, seventh eighth grade and um, I had you know friends tell me all the time you know you have the gift of discernment and my husband would tell me babe, you have the gift of observation I said you're very very observant and I don't I hope that I'm explaining this to you well, where you can understand, I, I could literally, whenever someone came to me to talk to me about a situation, or even if I was placed in front of a situation happening, it was like, it's like my, my body, my, my, my soul jumps out and into that, that person into that situation. And I literally feel what it is that they're feeling and it drains me so much mentally and emotionally when I'm done. It's, it's more than just being in a empathetic state of mind for so it's, it's, I can't even describe it, but even Akia can attest to this, that, uh, there were times where I, you know, there would be certain, you know, certain situations going on, and I would call her and I would tell her, Kia, I am mentally, I am emotionally drained right now. Spiritually, I'm drained because I just was in a situation where someone else was in a situation, and I am, um, or I could see things happening that hadn't take that hadn't taken place yet, but it was it was to come, and I didn't share with anybody for a while, but then after a while I would, you know, go to my mom and share things and say, well, mom, this is what I feel and this is what's going to happen or, you know, and then I started sharing it with my, my husband and it was scary because it would happen. You know, people would be in these situations and I would immediately pick them and say, "Mm, this is not good. No, no. This is not going to, this is what's about to happen. And it, it you know what? It's kind of like a person that's a, a medium who for spirits that have gone for the afterlife who have gone you know, how they go in or, or someplace that they say that they're spirits and they go in and they pick up this energy and they could tell you exactly what that energy is and what kind of spirit that is. Well, mine is for the living, <laughs> I guess, if you will. My for the if this makes sense. I I hope I, you guys don't feel like I'm just rambling, but you know, I, tonight I wanted to speak with you guys and share some things, and so um yes, and and so I felt like that doing this would would be the best way to talk about things, to discuss things, to help somebody, you know, with, you know, our openness and, you know, our opinions on what we believe, or even if, it, if it's something that we have personally have experienced, or if we know someone else that has experienced this. My goal is to just Touch one person, inspire one person. I feel like I don't know. I can't tell you where the podcast is leading us further down. I can tell you that it's 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 great and it's definitely opening up other things. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you know, and that time comes where it's where you know or wherever the podcast takes us next takes me next or um, even if one person says I remember this episode or I remember that time you shared your thoughts it helped me then I feel like I've done my job I feel like I've done what I feel that God is calling me to do now I'm not saying that I have the best way of explaining things or that I am very well spoken well I, I think so but sometimes because my mind is just like it's on a thousand like I'm on my I could be talking about something uh a certain you know uh topic and then but my mind is still thinking about this and sometimes I grab words from that and it just all sounds like what what did she say (laughs) well I just have so much to say and that's what I have so much I want to say and my husband you know tells me all the time Babe, you have so much in you to share you so much and so you know I I'm happy I'm happy that he chose me to do this, and you know, selected me to be in my openness and to be um, be vulnerable with people that I don't even know because I don't know who's listening. I know that I have a, a, a great number of audience. I, I get the stats, but <laughs> um, right now, your your numbers, I don't know who you are. So I'm bearing all. I'm sharing things that some of my friends don't even know. But I have to in order to do what I'm supposed to do. And that's a job that I'm willing To do I thank you For listening To me tonight I thank you for um, Allowing me To be able To do this because without My listeners I wouldn't be able to do this You know And If at any time, if there's something that you, even if you want to, you know, you can be anonymous, you don't have to, you know, say who you are or anything like that. If there's something that you want to share or if, um, even if it's positive, like we, we, we also love the positivity. It doesn't have to be negative. You know, you can say, you know what? I listened to this tonight and you'll never believe what happened. You know, this happened, you know, we love to hear that. I, I, I open that. I, 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 um, invite that to please, you know, share. If you, if you have any questions, if you, um, have anything that you would like us to discuss, you know, Aki and I together, or just me, myself or Akiya herself, you know, please email us at, um. PillowTalkAnchor at gmail.com that's pillow at gmail.com you know we're we're here we're here we're here we're ready to you know hear what you have to say and and help in any way that we can we we want to be an inspiration we want to in, inspire you absolutely So, you know, thank you so much for, once again, just listening to tonight's special edition episode on my thoughts. And we will see you guys tomorrow for episode 7 tomorrow um, evening. Until then, stay blessed and be inspired. Good night, guys.